Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, gang. Micah Burgess here. I'm a birth doula in Waco, Texas. And if you have been listening very long to my podcast, uh, then you already know that I'm a birth doula. And I talk a lot about uh, childbirth. I interview clients. Uh, I have guest speakers on that are kind of in this uh, birthy world, this community, uh, maybe postpartum or childbirth educators, or uh, maybe even um, physical therapists, lactation consultants, chiropractors. And so if you've been listening very long, you have gotten an array of information. And sometimes I talk about what it looks like to be a doula. And uh, this particular episode, I think I am probably speaking to the doula world. Um, I think you can benefit if you're not a doula from listening to this episode, because I think it can give you a really good handle and a really good idea of what you want in a doula. We're all different in terms of maybe our style of coaching, uh, potentially our birth philosophy. Um, but one thing that I think is super, super important, and again, doulas, if you're listening, new doulas, or if you want to be a doula, I think this piece of advice is pretty important. Um, coming to a birth, meeting up with a client, um, whether it's within the education part, actually attending the childbirth or helping them with postpartum care, we have to leave any agenda that we might have, we have to leave that at the door. We have to put that aside. Um, your personal birth experiences or that you've had yourself or, you know, past birth clients and their birth experiences and maybe you see how you know one particular method works really really well for all of your clients or you've seen hey every time a client chooses to have this intervention it always fails okay so you, you're going to gain wisdom you're going to gain experience and that's awesome you're, you're going to be able to use that to really help your clients and guide them and and counsel them right so that's th important I don't want you to throw all that away but I think uh, implementing and almost insisting on your way and your agenda is not helpful. It's not putting your client first. It's not reading the room and the situation. It's not taking into account that their birth situation or their uh, lifestyle, what it has looked like over the past several months, maybe something that has shifted or changed in their lives. Um, baby and baby's position or anything medical with mom there there's an array of things that can uh, shift a birth out of what you deem as normal or good or uh supposed to happen the the textbook okay um I 
I'll give you an example for myself when I first started. Um, so the first five children that I had, I have six total. My first five were all home births with a midwife. And I had three different midwives just kind of based on where I lived. Really great experiences. When I, um, the reason I became a doula is because I had friends and family members asking me to attend their births to help them because they saw how successful my birds were, that I was really good at this. And so I definitely was thinking about, okay, what am I doing in the birth? What am I thinking about during birth? Um, how am I achieving this so that I can give it away to someone else? So my experience is what I was drawing from, right, primarily. This is before I had received any training certifications, before I even knew what a doula was, if I was going to be honest. I was already attending births and helping friends and family. Um, and so then when I shifted and decided to turn this into a career, uh, got certified, um, and then was getting paid and early, early on in my career. But I'd already been to probably 30 births at that point, And, you know, people are hiring me. I will tell you, I will be honest I still had the mindset, oh, you're wanting me to be at your birth. You're hiring me because you want my experience, the experience that I had in my own births. That was my mindset. And I coached in that way, which I'm not saying is that part is necessarily off to, to, to coach in a way that makes sense for you, that feels comfortable for you. I'm not saying that part is off, but what ended up happening is as someone's birth started to shift or it looks different than mine. They're laboring way longer than me. My, I have very short labors, you guys. And now a word from our sponsors. And I would have these clients with very long labors and I'm thinking to myself, they're doing something wrong. <laughs> and that's not true. They're not doing something wrong. Sometimes labor is long. Oftentimes labor is long or the pushing part. Um, they weren't being able to, to find that, that sweet spot. If you've read my book or listened to my podcast, you know what I mean by that. They're not able to find that sweet spot quickly and really make productive pushes. What you know, what are they doing? Oh my gosh, this woman just asked for an epidural. Oh my, you can't get an epidural. Are you crazy? No, no, no. That's from the devil. I mean, my mindset as a doula, when I first got started, I definitely had an agenda. And I think oftentimes we bring that in to other people's birth experiences. And I'm, I'm just telling you, I think that that's a disservice. Um, we get clients all the time that are hiring us not because they want a completely all-natural childbirth experience. They want a positive birth experience. They're going to have their baby in the hospital. They're okay with interventions. They're okay with the epidural or the meds. They're assuming they're going to get the epidural. What they're looking for is someone to just be with them, to be present, someone who's done it before. And they don't want my opinion about how I think they should deliver their baby. And you know what? That's okay. Every, every woman deserves the birth experience that she's looking for. Every woman has the right to have the type of birth experience she's looking for. We hear a lot about power of choice. And in the childbirth world, oftentimes that means 
the power of choice so that you know what all your options are, that you know what your rights are, that you hold all the cards, that you can say no to something, and that you have the power to choose this natural birth experience. Absolutely. That's typically what we're referring to. But what I've realized over my career, um, well over 25 years, over 300 births now, I, the power of choice is also including your power to choose an epidural because you're at hour 24 and you haven't slept, you haven't eaten, you're still stuck at four centimeters and you still need to push a baby out. You have the power to choose and say, you know what? I, I need to veer off my birth plan. I, I really need an epidural. I need to get some sleep. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I get it. I wasn't in labor for 24 hours. I'm certainly not going to ask you to do something I didn't do, right? And that's a pow- that's power. Uh, the power to choose a C-section. You know, oftentimes... The majority of the time, it's a C-section is not an emergency like what you would see in the movies. Like one minute, everything's fine. The next minute, if we don't get her back into surgery in three seconds, she's going to lose her life or baby's going to die. You know, they're not typically like that. We're not we're not knocking on the door of emergency. We're not that close to it all the time. So typically there's a conversation before mom goes back to surgery, right? And it is her power to choose this isn't happening. This isn't working. I am accepting that for some reason, you know, I've been in transition and baby is not coming down. I mean, I have to accept, I have a piece about maybe there's a reason why I'm not delivering vaginally and I'm okay with that. Yes. Let's go get baby. Let's, let's let baby be born. Okay. And then she has a C-section and maybe we do see that cord was wrapped around baby's neck and baby could not descend. Okay. Maybe that is what we discovered. Maybe not. But maybe it is, and that is the power to choose, okay? So when, as a doula, when you come in with an agenda and you think it needs to go a certain way every single time, you're taking the power that this woman has to create the birth experience that she wants and whatever that includes and whatever it doesn't include. And her power to choose that is beautiful, is good. So again, it's okay to have your coaching style. It's okay to have your go-tos in terms of laboring positions. It's okay to have, you know, the types of phrases that you say during transition or during pushing. Yeah, bring that with you. they, They liked you. They hired you for a reason. Bring yourself there. But leave your agenda and all of your opinions and what you think should happen. Leave that outside of the birthing room. And I think you're going to find that your clients are going to be even more satisfied and more happy with their birth experience because now it looks like them. It fits them. It's not them trying to pull off their doula's birth experience, right? It's their birth experience. And I, and I have found my, for myself, I am way more content. I am not as charged up. I don't have um, a lot of emotions now going into it because I'm going to let birth, baby, and mom dictate how this birth is going to go. So I hope you guys will take that advice and implement that into your practice. And if you have any questions about that, any questions about 
anything that I say here, I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach out. And uh, especially about this topic, if you want to explore this a little bit more with me, I'd be happy to do so. And uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in and look forward to next time. Hey, thanks for joining me on Game Day Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at MyDoulaMica. You can also find me on WacoDoula.com. WacoDoula is on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.